Hey everyone, so I'm really excited to be here today with um, Christy Slager, who is um, a movement coach at AMAW, and she is also part of the Embodied Creative. Um, really just inspired by her. I actually had heard about you, Christy, when I was in Atlanta at my acting studio there, because I um, we did this exercise in class and I just loved it. It was it was just so beautiful. And then my coach said, oh, you know, that's actually from Christy. So if you ever go down to LA, make sure you do her class. So, yeah, it's really just so, so beautiful to have you here. Um, hi, I'm and so welcome. happy to be here. Hi, thank you. I'm so yes. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And different time zones, too. So thank you for, you know, <laughs> I know yeah. it's so here for you, but I'm so glad. Yeah, what time is it there? Um, it's about eight o'clock. So. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been fun. It's so funny. I'm just so used to calculating different time zones in my head. <laughs> I bet. But um, yeah, I'm so glad we're able to be here at the same time. You know. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting because um, I I think that when I did your movement class, that was the first time I'd actually done anything like that in a long time. I think as a child, as a young, when I was a child, you know, I used to love dancing and all of that. And then over time, I kind of just drifted away from it. And, mm -hmm. you know, especially with acting, it's just like being in our bodies is so important. And I, I really felt this disconnect from my body um, for mm -hmm. a while. And I mean, I do yoga. So that's when I do yoga, I feel like I'm in my body. But your class was so beautiful, but it, it was so scary because I was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not a dancer. Like, I don't know what to do, but yeah. it was it was just so great. It was effortless. And um, I've been doing your online classes that you've been putting out. And mm. it's been helping me a lot, um, you know, especially on some challenging days, just to, to move through all these emotions and, you know, like the fear, but also like finding joy and fun during a time yeah. right now. So, but um, yeah, I would just love to hear a bit more about your journey with, you know, movement. I mean, were you born like dancing from the womb? Or, <laughs> or did you kind of like, uh, you know, how did you find that? And yeah, I, I, I would love to know how you sort of started the um, Embodied Creative, what inspired that? Awesome. Yeah, well, uh first of all i totally i relate to you in that you know the the being out of my body at certain times or you know not you know um feeling connected to myself i in that way i actually i feel like i've always been a very physical person you know i from a young child you know i come from a really like a really athletic family and so we did a lot of like of, of that sort of movement and i got into to taking some dance classes as, as a as a youngster, you know, probably in, in elementary school and middle school and really fell in love with it. Um, but then as I got older, I, I fell out of love with the dance world itself. I, I felt sort of I, at the time, like it wasn't exactly always welcoming to everyone. And I felt like, you know, if I wasn't on a track to be a professional dancer, that it really wasn't very welcoming to, to me beyond beyond that, you know? And, um, so I kind of got a little disenchanted by, by that world, sadly. And I'll never forget the way that I felt, you know, when I started feeling that way and the way it felt to sort of walk into those, those classrooms or studios when, when I didn't feel welcome. 
And that kind of stuck with me, honestly. And, you know, I always loved to, you know, cut a rug on a dance floor, or have fun and, and just dance like that. And, and there was a period of time growing up where every time I would fall asleep, I would see like dances in my head. Like that's kind of how I got myself to sleep at night is I would like just see dancers on a stage moving and I don't even know what that was about. But at some point, um, gosh, in, in college, I got to work with this incredible, uh, oh gosh, they were like um, kind of an avant-garde theater company. They were a performance art company called um, European Live Arts Network. They were in Italy. And I actually ended up going to Italy for a month and getting to play with them, getting to perform with them. And the woman who ran it, the, the director, the artistic director, Forenza Guidi was her name. And she could, I was in awe of her. She made art out of bodies. She created movement pieces out of like, Shakespeare scenes, she would, without dialogue, she would just create these incredible worlds. And that, you know, that just stuck with me. And then at one point when um, I, gosh, when I, a few years after first coming out here, I ended up doing um, a movement piece and casting all of my friends in this like one hour movement show. And it was just a bunch of sort of kind of what we do in class, but like it had a storyline and it was all non-dancers. Like, well, there were a couple, two trained dancers and everyone else was either an actor or a musician. And I, that's, that's where I really found that passion of working with people who were not necessarily trained dancers. I love working with actors. I love working with artists and with people who are just creative or just want to get in touch with their bodies. Because interestingly, I feel like sometimes technically trained dancers are the most out of their bodies because they're so used to being observed from the outside that and creating the picture that it's really hard sometimes for them to actually feel themselves move and be in their body when they're moving and i just fell in love with that process of helping people you know get in touch with their bodies and then you know cut to 10 years later this is a long story i'm sorry <laughs> Oh, like I'm no. just rambling. It's almost, I'm almost done with it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, 10 years later, I was in, um, at an acting school and my acting teacher, Jocelyn Jones, was like, I want you to, I want you to teach a dance movement class for my, at my studio. I've been wanting to, to create a class like this for a while and I think you should teach it. And at the time I was like, what? Like, I, what is she talking about? Like, why me? I'm not qualified. I don't know. And um, we started with five people in my garage and that turned into 10 and then that turned into 20 and then we moved to a studio and then 10 years later, I'm still doing it. Wow. That's kind of how it all was birthed. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I think also like just how movement, I, I think like when I first was doing, like when I was younger, I thought movement was just like the physical dance moves, but I... I think it was through the acting that I found that it's a way that we can tell stories. Yeah, be in our bodies, but also just moving emotions, you know? So how did you yeah. sort of find that connect between, you know, like you you emotionally and, and movement? Like, 
Yeah. yeah. Was that something that evolved as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So when I first started, I was teaching actors to quote unquote, get in their body, right? That's always what teachers say or directors are like, you know, you're missing that. You're not in your body, right? Actors yeah. hear that a lot. And you're like, what do you mean? How do exactly. You- what does that even mean? Right. I get so many people saying that to me. What does that even mean? I don't understand. And I'm pretty sure Anthony Mindel told me I was a meerkat once. He was like, yeah, you need to be in your body. You're like a meerkat. Maybe because you... I'm like, yeah, well, I'm from South Africa. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, and then I got what he meant finally one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Be in my body. Be <laughs> in my body. Because we kind of assume that we are, right? Because we have this body and we're bringing it around with us. But, you know it's it's to be in your body or to be embodied is really to be present with your felt experience your sensory experience your feelings and emotions as you're having them and you know so many of us are not or have lost touch with that part of our experience because that part of us feels pain that part of us is where we hold our trauma and our past hurts and so we have these brilliant ways of escaping up into the mind to not have to feel those things. And, you know, that's one reason. But also we, ha- we live in at least a lot of Western society very much values the intellect. So we stay up in our heads. We are praised for doing so. We don't get so much praise for being emotionally intelligent. We get praise for being, you know, mentally scholastically you know intelligent so we end up abandoning a lot of our our physical selves and unfortunately um losing or not being knowing how to access that magic and that oh my gosh the magic of our expression and who we really are really because who you really are is in your body it's not in your mind actually Yeah, no, I, yeah, I I totally um, resonate with that. Yeah, I mean, I think also just getting back to that inner child that we abandoned, you know, Um, and I think, um, I know my acting coach, Caitlin, in class yesterday, she was talking about how we can be bad parents, like we're kind of abusive parents to our inner child, you know, and and I think through my self-love journey, it's kind of like healing and getting back to that and it's um yeah exactly like i think our society we value like kind of the intellectual like head brain as opposed to you know the other brains in the body like your heart space right honestly i think my heart and my gut might be a little bit smarter sometimes (laughs) yeah you know that like kind of other brains in my body but um yeah i think this is an interesting time now because I think that normally there are just so many ways that we have for distracting ourselves and, you know, we're, we're just like, not, we're disconnected from ourselves. I mean, speak, this is speaking from, from me, like this is yeah. my experience, like feeling disconnected from myself, from my body. Um, and I think right now there really isn't any other distractions. Like a lot of us are quarantined. Yeah. Or at home, um, yep. <laughs> and a lot of time to sit with yourself and and be in your body and be with all that stuff, and that can be really, really scary. Yes. Um, yes. But I think uh, something that I'm realizing is that 
you know whatever we're feeling like it is meant to move through and you know process and um that's something that i've you know i'm I'm so grateful that you've put your classes out online because Mm. there's been a, a lot of stuff like especially when we first went into lockdown here i was feeling a lot and everything just felt like it was like stuck and yeah um also sometimes we're not aware that we're not processing something Absolutely. and i i think i mean most of us at least for me i'll be like going from six different emotions uh-huh. you know per hour it's it's funny because once the casting director told me they wanted six different emotions in the first line <laughs> and i'm like oh <laughs> actually i'm feeling a bunch of different emotions right now you know <laughs> um, you're like easy i got it <laughs> but, but yeah i guess i wanted to yeah to like reflect a bit on yeah like movement as a way to to process you know and, and how can that be mm. helpful maybe to people right now that might yeah. be feeling a bit stressed um anxious and and this this might be a time a good invitation to be in our bodies with ourselves yes uh i couldn't agree more with that first of all that this is an incredible opportunity and invitation you know, we don't, when have we ever had or will have, when will we have again an imposed pause, you know, on our life? One that, <laughs> you know, we can always take a pause in our life, but we rarely do, right? Or we only yeah. take little ones. And here we have this big opportunity to really, to really slow down, to reassess, you know, what matters to us. And so, yeah, I think this is an incredible opportunity to get to know ourselves on a body level. And what I mean by that is, you know, part of my mission or part of what I believe I'm here for is to, first of all, I had to learn this myself through a very challenging journey in my own way, but to help other people too, to, you know, to feel, to find their way back to their body, to find a way to, to feel safe returning to their inner experience of life um because because of what i said before which is what right so many of us have sort of escaped that or come up out of that and i think you know some ways to do i mean movement is such an incredible way to do that in that you know once you start just moving your body stomping your feet on the floor you know we have these ways that are comfortable and those are fine but in order to to sort of allow ourselves to sort of dislodge and open up some of these places within ourselves and to really um, allow ourselves, like you said, to move through an emotion, we have to actually, we have to actually be present for it. And movement, movement takes you right to the present moment. It takes you right to it. And when you're present, you and your body's moving your the body's already releasing energy opening up different parts of itself those begin to move they begin to rise up they begin to come through the cracks and you know you might find yourself suddenly crying you might find yourself suddenly angry you might find yourself suddenly you know sad and it's a lot of times has nothing to do with this actual present moment. It's because it's something from the past that we haven't allowed to move through. And the body holds that for us until we're ready to release it. And the problem is that so many of us never release it, or we just keep on distracting ourselves in all the ways that we do or numbing ourselves and not feeling these things. 
and the freedom and the healing that happens just by feeling, just by feeling is incredible. And I don't even think most of us have really realized how incredible that is. And this is where I look to children and I give children as the example because, and, and animals. Mm-hmm. When they feel it, they feel it. In the moment, they let it out and then they're on to the next thing. They're present. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're usually the most healthy beings in the room. Yeah. We hold these, when we hold on to things and suppress and don't feel and judge our feelings, which so many of us do, we hold on to them. They don't go away. We just hold on to them. Mm. And then that energy stays there. And then that energy can become matter eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matter that we don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> in the body. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I follow uh, Dr. Joe's Dispenza. So that was really interesting for me when I read his book. Um, yeah. Because a lot of, a lot that I've, you know, it's like a lot of stuff made sense. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I, um, I love all of that that you just said. And yeah, it's just, it's so true. And I, um, I guess like, what would you say to people who are maybe a bit intimidated about a movement class? Yeah. Like maybe they are not dancers, they're not actors, and totally. I'm just like, you know, like have never tried it out before. <laughs> I'm, and, and I mean, yeah. I think it's something that anybody could benefit from, you know, whether they're an actor or a dancer. Um, and, and it's something that is, I don't think we need any experience for, you just need to get moving. So I guess, like, yes. okay, because it can be a bit intimidating. Um, yes. Myself too. I, I think um, every time in acting class, like when I first started classes at the studio, sometimes they would give us like a movement exercise and I'm like, oh great, like now I've got a dance scene. (laughs) Um, And it's just that fear, you know, because we're, yeah, like it's just that fear, that judgment, that inner critic, right? That is like, oh, you're gonna look stupid. And, but like no one's judging you, like they're actually just focusing on their own movement. Um, yeah yeah so so I guess like what would you say to people who maybe never tried a movement class before a dance class absolutely well first of all I totally understand I first of all I get you I totally understand it it's it's always extremely uncomfortable to do something outside your comfort zone and especially when it comes to moving your body because and I think honestly we because we intrinsically know some part of us our body knows once I start moving, I'm going to feel things. I think it's not just trying something new. It's not just like, oh, look, there's, some, there's a new sport I'm going to try. Or there's a new, right? There's always the fear when we try something new that I might fail or I might look like a fool or whatever, right? Those are the, the inner critic voices that come up to try to protect us and keep us from, you know, being ostracized for, for failure. But really, you know, with, and then with movement and expression, Oh God, that takes it to another level because all of that work, right? That the mental mind, the mind and has been doing to hold all that emotion back, to keep us distracted, to suppress, to, to numb, knows that when we start moving, you're going to feel things. And that's the whole reason it's been distracting us in the first place is I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel pain. So this is the thing. A couple things. First of all, I have never, and if this is, this is now I'm on my ninth year of teaching, I have never, never 
seeing someone move their body over a certain over a period of time and not end up joyful after mm-hmm. that period, whether it was two minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, no matter what, you may feel sadness, you may feel anger, you may feel all embarrassment, fear, all these things that come up. But what movement does, if you keep going, if you let yourself express through the body, is it shakes all that free, lets it move out of you, and returns you to your natural state, which is, which is an open space for, for life to move through. Yeah. And I have never, ever seen people not feel joy having moved. Mm-hmm ever. So I get it. It's scary, but think, I, I would say, think of it, you know, first of all, go at your own pace. There is nothing you need to, you don't, you don't need to go, you know, 110 miles an hour, you know, zero to hundred. You just take a step outside of your comfort zone. What is, how, how could I move? That's not the way I normally move. What if I listened to this music and I was just present and let my body mm-hmm. just float with the music and I didn't plan it. I didn't plan what I was mm-hmm. going to do with my head, right? It doesn't have to be this really aggressive, you know, weird thing off the bat. It can be so very gentle. And then you can pull right back into your comfort yeah. zone, you know? It's taking it at your pace. It's getting to know your body at the pace you need to get to know your body. It's not my, it's not me or any teacher or anyone else around you, you know, it's not their place to tell you how it should look for you, how it should feel for you. This really, like what I facilitate is people getting to know their own body, people making friends with their own body. So that, that, that's a journey, Mm -hmm. you know, just one step at a time, one day at a time, one movement at a time. Easy. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Um, And I know your classes are now online. Um, Tell me a bit about, I mean, how, you know, was it a bit like, how did you just like, you know, like, okay, like you normally teach these in person. And how did you make that adjustment to now putting this online? And I mean, for me, when I did the online class, First of all, it's great because anybody who's afraid about people watching what they're doing, like you can literally dance in the room, like and do whatever. Yes. You can twerk in your room and no one's watching. Yes. <laughs> Maybe your cat. You know? Someone even told me <laughs> someone even told me they did the class naked one time and they were like, That's a benefit of doing it at home is I can just dance naked and nobody cares. And I was like, That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Um <laughs> yeah, so I mean I guess like yeah, like was that kind of how did you like sort of make that adjustment? Like, I'm going to put this class online. And I think it's pretty cool because it's live. So you can still kind of interact. Um, I love the one where you're dancing brain on Friday. Oh, that was so Um, fun. Yeah. Uh, They're just so fun. But um, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I decided it was funny because I, I just decided to do one class originally, you know, it was kind of when the, we were kind of new to this quarantine and being at home. And I was like, oh, I should just do my movement class. It's usually on Wednesdays. And Wednesday was coming up and I was like, I should just do it live online. That'd be so fun. And, you know, I was a little nervous because, yeah, I'm used to having that one-on-one interaction, that group interaction. I'm used to having partnerships to be able to put people into um, and sort of being able to feel the room and what people need and whatever. And so I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. But I, I... I was, I was excited for that challenge, you know, and 
as I've been doing it for now, gosh, I think we've done like 22 or so classes. I, it's, it, it's been teaching me. Like I've been learning as I go. And I'm, and like you said, I love the live aspect of it because I still can interact. I still get people's feedback, you know, like when we're doing certain exercises and I want suggestions or ideas, that's been really fun. So I, I still do that. The thing that I don't always have access to, obviously, is being able to put people in partnerships, right? And that's, I, I love that aspect. Oh, and I usually don't move as much. I'm usually teaching. Yes. I'm usually not the one moving. <laughs> so now I'm the one moving, yeah. kind of demonstrating as I'm teaching, which I've actually enjoyed more than I thought yeah. I would. I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, and sometimes, you know, what I, how I kind of have been solving that partner problem is is being the partner in certain exercise for the person. Even though I can't see them, I'm still, you know, able to sort of, you know, whatever, pass them the energy ball yeah. or whatever the thing is that we're doing. And so it's just kind of being flexible and creative and trusting that new ways are going to arrive. And they really have so far, which has been exciting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait to do more of the movement classes. Yeah. I've really been, you've yeah. been really fun and your playlist is definitely fun. It definitely is a lot easier to, to move when you've got some good music. <laughs> I agree. I'm such a music snob and I, I, I'm so particular about music and I was nervous because of all the licensing, you know, when you put stuff online, you can't really use, yeah. you know, all the music I want to use. So I actually subscribe to a music licensing company so I can take their music. Uh -huh. The music is, is great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, I guess like I, I want to also just ask if you have any advice for people right now. Um, or any tips like how how you've been sort of maybe practicing self-love during this time or you know if anybody's feeling a bit stressed like any practices you have to ease that um and i know the movement i'm sure has been so helpful to you as well um it seems yes, like it's it bringing has. you a lot of joy to teach these classes but um yeah if you have any any advice because um yeah, this is a time of the unknown and there's a yeah. lot of joy, there's a lot of gratitude, but then there's a whole bunch of other stuff too, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think yeah. this is an invitation for okay. us all to practice self-love, but if you have any, any of your practices. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, self-love, first of all, for me personally, that journey of, of self-love and even what that is and how to practice it, has been really saved my life. I, I went from like eating disorder, sexual assault victim, wanted to kill myself to literally self-love was the thing. Like learning how to love myself and be there for myself and show up for myself was the thing that saved my life. And I will say that till the day I die, mm -hmm. that's what saved my life. And that the practices, um, that helped me sort of, you know, cause we talk about the cult, you know, <laughs> popular culture has now picked up on the whole self-love thing. Right. But there's a lot of sort of, Oh, self-love, self-care, take a bath, get a manicure, take a nap. And I love that stuff. That's great. But the self-love that really heals you has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do truly with the relationship you have with yourself and showing up for yourself and making you basically that inner child you were talking about your number one, you know, and like the one that you will not betray, the one that you will not abandon, the one that you will fight for, um, 
to take care of as if it were your child. And, you know, that's what I really had to learn how to do. And gosh, in the beginning, there were so many like demons and voices surrounding that. Oh, that's so selfish. Oh, how self-centered. Oh, you know, all this stuff from my like religious background, all these lies. But the truth is, you know, as you know, when you show up for yourself and you're there and you fill your own cup, you overflow to others. You have way so much more to give and you're bringing your gifts and not your desperate emptiness. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you're bid for approval. So for me, the, the practices that really saved my life were my, were morning pages, which are, which I don't know if you've read the artist way, right? <laughs> Three pages of stream of consciousness, like every day that just gets all that crap out of my head and gets me to kind of know, because it takes me, you know, it takes me a minute to know how I'm feeling. And that really helps me to figure out what's going on. Like, oh, I, I didn't really know I was feeling, feeling that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, when these feelings are unconscious, they cause a lot of, you know, impulsive behaviors. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my eating disorder was coming from a lot of that. And so, so it really helps to bring things to the surface. And that's you showing up for yourself, right? That's you be bearing witness to your own story and your own heart, being there for that child, that inner child. Um, and then another practice for me definitely has been meditation mm-hmm. connecting to, you know, the truth of who we are, the, the oneness, the, the source of all the love and light that we are, um, always brings me back to <laughs> what matters. Um, and then for sure movement and expression, you know, I'm, I'm an artist myself. If I'm not creating or whether it's movement or singing or painting or writing or whatever it is, you know, there's a part of myself missing. And I, I truly believe we are all creators in some way, right? We are an extension of this incredibly, incredible expanding universe. Mm. And we're here to bring our gifts. And I, I feel like we're the most fulfilled when we're actually doing that in whatever way, in whatever way. So, um, for me, some, you know, I just, I just feel like actually when I took the pressure off of sort of making money from doing my art, that's when, you know, it became so much more joyful. And I remembered like who I really was and why I really do what I do. You know what I mean? Because for so many years, there was so much pressure. I put so much pressure on myself to, you know make a career, make it be known, figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. and it, I squeezed all the joy out of it. And I had to kind of leave it for a while to, to find out that that's not, that's not the, the real sauce. That's not really what we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, that. it's the actual expression, you know, yeah. that's the gift. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I think that's what the book also talks about the artist's ways that we're all creative because yes. I think, you know, a lot of us are at home right now and we're finding new ways yeah. to create. Like one of my friends is putting together a Japanese garden or whether you're cooking, you know, um, wow. you're still creating. Yeah. And I, I think that this is just a great opportunity to explore those creative parts of ourselves. Um, and yeah, I, totally I 100% agree. also, yeah, me as well for a long time, I put a lot of pressure on like my acting career, you know, to support me financially and, this experience has actually made me realize how much pain I was 
bringing mm. on myself um, because during this time, like, I mean, I've maybe had a few auditions, um, but yeah. I'm actually filming my own project right now. And that's really fun. And I'm not acting, you know, because I'm expecting a paycheck and it's just been so fun and so freeing, not have to wake yeah. up every day and see if I have an audition and then worry mm. about yeah. it made me, it's really changed my perspective on what I do. Um, yeah because now yeah. I'm like this is just so important like just uh to live and find joy in the moment you know that this has just been such a huge reminder uh yeah when- well it's funny because you well it's not funny it's beautiful while you say that you have this like glowing look in your eyes you know and that's I mean that's it that's it you know it's like when when you're doing what you really love what you really sh- want to be doing what you're meant to be doing it's not about you know it's not a contraction. It's an expansion. Our eyes get bigger. Our hearts get bigger. We shine bigger, you know, and, and, and the sure way to know that you're not doing what you should be doing is that it doesn't feel good, yeah. you know, that you're shrinking. Bigger. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to. Yeah, no, our, our feelings cool. are, are pretty smart. You know, I think they're our, our superpower. And I mean, I went for a long time of my life, not feeling anything. And I think the studio and, and, you know, Caitlin and, now yes. the movement has yep. been a huge part of, of my journey, which is why I'm doing this podcast because it's an ongoing thing, you know, self-love, it's love an that. ongoing practice. Um, yeah. But yep. no, I, I'm just so appreciative of you and I'm actually excited. I mean, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like almost nine o'clock, but I kind of want to do a movement class. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just like, you know, we're, we're stuck at home, like, it's just more inspiring for me. Like today I did like a really, um, like a yoga practice. Cause I mean, I love yoga mm. as well. And I'm like yeah. trying to give myself permission. Like, okay, you know what? I'm not feeling motivated to do an insanity workout today. Let me just right? it actually feels good. Like, you know, like yeah, to myself as well and getting the movement in and just like not being so hard on, on myself during this time, you know? Um, yeah. so, so I think there's so many fun ways to get a workout in cause your movement classes definitely, <laughs> you know, you'll work oh. up a sweat. Um, but, but I guess like for our listeners, um, yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to just let them know where they can find your YouTube and your Instagram, you know, to follow your work as an artist sure. and also with the movement classes, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm at Salerno. lots of names. And if you go to YouTube, I'm, it's the embodied creative, um, by Christy Slater, right? Christy Salerno. But, uh, yeah, you can just look up the embodied creative and we have, I think, at least 12 or so classes up there now and then some individual exercises and a, a, a separated warm-ups. You can also, you know, we're moving towards you also being able to create your own class by having the exercises sort of divided out for yourself in, a, in the warm-up. So yeah, come play with us. It's super fun. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be, you know, stealing some of those. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah you have please, to come down to Africa please. sometime and, and do a workshop. But, um, but um, yeah, I, I think you're, it's just so beautiful. And it's been it's really been a fun journey for me to explore movement um but yeah thank you well, thank you so much for this you. was so much fun and um yeah i'm just so appreciative for you and you've definitely been a huge part of my ongoing journey with movement self love yeah. and i really just love that word embodied you know because i think yeah. that word yeah. is just so powerful 
just being in our body, being present, being, you know, intimate with ourselves. And I think that this is just such a beautiful chance for us all to become a bit more embodied you know i mean here in south africa mm. we're not even allowed to buy like alcohol and cigarettes during lockdown so some people are like <laughs> waiting for going crazy but, but it's like yep you got to stay at home and you got to be with yourself you got to be with, with those body. feelings <laughs> you can't escape them um, Woo, they're really making it tough down there they are yeah um so it's been yeah. I think this is just a great opportunity because we don't know again when we would have this, this chance to pause and yeah yeah um just thank you so much for putting so putting great. the classes out there thank you it's been such a pleasure first of all getting to know you getting to have you as as part of the class seeing you do the classes online and thank you for just sharing and putting the word out there i just i just love when the class really finds the, the people it resonates with and i just love to see how how enjoy it so thank you so much for sharing and inviting me here it's so fun thank you for for being here and i'm really excited to do more of your classes and talk to you again soon